Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, July 10th, 2020. And on this report, I will be talking about the movement to cleanse history by removing any trace of it from our conscious thought and the result that action is sure to bring. The Castle family is doing fine right now, although the family dollar is still stuck perhaps a little lonely, so many thousands of miles away from anything she is used to. We spend some time now reminiscing about days long ago when our memories tell us we were a little happier, but we know that memories sometimes deceive us. What I am about to discuss in this Castle Report are not things you may have seen listed as the cause of the recent riots, looting, and so forth, and the failure of authorities charged with doing something to stop it. Those things are just symptoms of the real problem, which is the crumbling and collapse of the American civilization. We seem content now as a people to erase our history so there will soon be no memory of where we come from and who we are, this erasure of history. It is common for conquered people, but unusual for those who remain Somewhat free, the education system has for decades been busy propagandizing the young that cleansing history should be done. The constant favorable response to each new incident by the mass media makes it seem normal for many. George Orwell had it figured out, though, more than 70 years ago, quoting Mr. Orwell. Every record has been destroyed or falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day, minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists now except an endless present in which the party is always right, end quote. It's a little reminiscent of the burning of the library at Alexandria, Egypt, by Julius Caesar in 48 B.C. That library supposedly contained the only collection of the world's knowledge to that date. What survived was recopied by mostly Irish monks laboring in monasteries to reproduce the books by hand. People want to be virtuous now. They want to be good by cleansing the world of what they consider to be bad. But the do-gooders who strive to save the world are usually trying to concoct a way to control it. People are waking up about this, growing tired of what is happening to them, though. That's at least a glimmer of hope. The players in this drama are being sorted out right now, right in front of the eyes of the whole world. This is the fourth turning, the fourth turning in which people grow suspicious of government and turn to open defiance or just ignoring it. Nations have life cycles, which rise and fall over the centuries. Lord Byron told us about that long ago. In the late 18th and early 19th centuries, he was an English Romantic poet. Born in 1788, he died in 1824, so he lived 36 years in that time. He traveled around Europe and spent seven years in Italy. He fought in the Greek War of Independence against the Ottoman Empire. During his travels, he wrote poetry, but also wrote his theories on the life and death of nations. Lord Byron said that nations have life cycles like people. First, they find freedom, then glory, 
then wealth, then vice, then corruption, then finally barbarism. I add my own theories to Lord Byron's by speculating that nations build monuments and honor their heroes during the glory years. During vice and corruption, they're too into themselves to care what happens. They don't care about anything, but when they start to tear down the monuments, they're headed toward the final barbarism. Along with the destruction and cleansing of history comes the vice and corruption, the lying hypocrisy of the people aided and abetted by the example of government. For example, last weekend, the 4th of July weekend, New York City, under the leadership of Democrat Mayor Bill de Blasio, fought hard, fought down to the wire for the honor of displacing Chicago as the most violent, crime-ridden murder haven in America, but New York City fell just a little short. Over the weekend, New York City went 64-10. and 10. That means 64 shot. 10 dead. That's pretty horrible, Mayor de Blasio, so great job. But not as great as Democrat Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, which went 87 and 17. That's 87 people shot, 17 dead in one weekend. So for the mayors to say Black Lives Matter, that might be just a little bit hypocritical. The more police funding is cut, the more the police are expected to do to clean up the messes caused by the politicians. The other example I can think of, what rings out loudly, if we still hear it, is the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. You probably recall that she was the pimp, the madam, confidant, procurer, however you want to say it, for serial pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, Miss Maxwell, or G-Max, as she referred to herself, apparently has the goods in her head and on video of many people from British royalty to Hollywood royalty, everything in between. Numbers of the ruling elite involved in satanic pedophilia is incredibly large and can no longer be denied. My point is that the American people have had the veil lifted from their eyes. What they are seeing is the most vile and disgusting habits of the ruling elite in this world. These people are not special. They're certainly not the best and the brightest. They've rejected God and determined that evil exists, but God doesn't. It's good, so it is what they seek when a people reject God, that people accept a nihilistic view of mankind. We're essentially just animals with self-conscious thought, very little different from the beast. That is what the people are seeing from their ruling elite, the officials of government, the officials of inherited royalty, the officials of celebrity. What the people do with the information is up to them, but it can no longer be denied. I quote, Richard Fernandez writing for PJ Media, quote, there was something joyless about that life. Despite its veneer of trendy causes, intellectual advancement, there seemed more happiness and hope in an African hut than in their deceit-ridden palaces. If that was the view from the top, then it was the view from hell. Cynicism on this scale is hard to hide from the public. What they glimpsed dismayed. The elite seemed convinced there was no God, no worker's paradise, no bomb in Gilead, no justice on earth. But as to the devil, he most definitely existed, end quote. Well, amen, Mr. Fernandez, I echo your thoughts on this subject. No culture can long survive the total corruption of its legacy and symbols. Mr. Fernandez also goes on to point out the photo available on the Internet of Ghislaine Maxwell and Kevin Spacey 
seated on the thrones of the King and Queen of England as guests of Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton. This is the desecration wrought by the barbarians. When they're inside the palace, they accept that nothing is sacred. They accept their own damnation, as Mr. Fernandez points out. They're determined to live out their debauchery without even the possibility of redemption. The public is shocked that the gangs of criminals in high places are not much different from the gangs on the streets of our once great cities. They both engage in debauchery. Mindless violence and the victimization and destruction of children, although to me the criminal elite seem far worse than the street thugs. Napoleon Bonaparte, when told he would have victory if God willed it, replied that God was on the side with the strongest battalions. The ruling elite have always had the strongest battalions in this world surrounding them with their very corrupt news media acting as nothing but their propaganda arm. The Department of Justice protecting their backs at every turn. Politicians shield the guilty from each other and from us only occasionally. Is one so careless he must be sacrificed, i.e. Harvey Weinstein. The battalions protecting the guilty are starting to weaken just a little bit, however. If GMAX is willing to testify rather than face 20 years in maximum security, then perhaps we will get a glimpse of all the rats running from the light, she says. She's not suicidal, although I understand she's under suicide watch 24-7. Americans are seeing all this and turning away from government in droves. They understand that government has become nothing more than the rule and manipulation of the masses by a small mob of elitists. They make numerous rules and regulations. For the rest of us, which they have no intention of following themselves, it's infuriating to the small person on the street. So he bides his time. He waits. He hopes he can change things by voting. So he votes. His elected candidate seems to be with him at times, but also remains very cozy with those ideas he opposes. It's true the Democrats are exploiting for political purposes the protests, riots, looting, and racial division that currently infects the nation, the deep state assets such as U.S. intelligence, including NSA, CIA, FBI, and others all work together with law enforcement and the elite media as they shape the narrative in ways they think will give them the best chance of defeating Trump and getting back the world they seem to believe is threatened. Struggle is about power. Power is about money. Who gets to control the feeding trough? Now and in the future, the one who has the Federal Reserve's unlimited bank at his disposal controls everything. The history of man in America is one of racial struggle against oppression. At least that is what Democrats want us to believe. I submit that the real argument is actually about what the Democrats are all in on right now, and that is the theory that if they can just racialize society into hostile camps, they can grab and hold permanent power. If they have permanent power, they can disperse money to anyone they want to buy, at least until the whole thing collapses. After the collapse, I suppose they will just rule the rubble. The Democrats seem very good at keeping their own history away from those who seek to purge history. The Democrat Party was the party which opposed Abraham Lincoln in his efforts to keep the South in the Union. When those efforts failed, the Democrat Party became the political wing of the new Confederacy. Out of that party eventually came the post-war KKK, 
Now the Democrat Party busies itself by bringing the country to the edge of civil war, which currently remains just a cold war. If the danger of civil war were not enough here in America, the Democrats never met a foreign war they didn't like. The wars which have been ongoing since 1991 against mostly non-white people of alien cultures, alien religions are always pushed and funded by Democrats when President Trump sent 52 Tomahawk cruise missiles into Syria, Democrats in Congress said he was finally acting presidential. Their propaganda arms, known as the New York Times and the Washington Post, fronted for their follies each time. Why do these so-called news organizations, including television networks and print media, continually lie to convince black people to hate white people? and thus keep American society in a constant state of turmoil. Why do they do that? A complete multicultural America would inure to the desire of the Democrats to build a permanent hold on the reins of empire. That is bad news, folks. But the good news is people are starting to see through it. Finally, many people see through the obvious lies of networks such as CNN and publications such as the New York Times when they assist the Democrats and their intelligence agencies in fabricating a totally false case against the president simply to weaken and discredit him, some people are starting to notice. Finally, folks, the people I've been talking about defaced and damaged the World War II memorial in Washington, D.C., thereby denigrating the men who fought that war. They're proud, boastful, arrogant, lovers of self, educated but ignorant, cleansers of history, for those reasons and many more, I refer to them, the media which fronts for them, the politicians who enable them as barbarians. History needs to be preserved, folks, not cleansed. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.